Section 5 of Worker Classification Employee Status under the National Labor Relations Act, the Fair Labor Standards Act, and the ABC Test by John A. Shimabukuro of the Congressional Research Service. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Independent Contractor Rule Motivated by its belief that the economic reality test has become, quote, less clear and consistent, unquote, in its application, the U.S. Department of Labor, or DOL, proposed a new independent contractor rule in September 2020. The rule was intended to be the agency's sole authoritative interpretation of independent contractor status under the FLSA. Discussing the need for the new rule, DOL explained, quote, the economic reality tests underpinning and the process for its application lack focus and have not always been sufficiently explained by courts or the department, resulting in uncertainty among the regulated community. The department believes that clear articulation will lead to increased precision and predictability in the economic reality tests application, which will in turn benefit workers and businesses and encourage innovation and flexibility in the economy. Unquote. Like the economic reality test, the new rule describes factors that should be evaluated to determine whether an individual is properly classified as an employee or individual contractor. The rule identifies the following five factors to be considered. One, the nature and degree of control over the work. Two, the individual's opportunity for profit or loss. Three, the amount of skill required for the work. Four, the degree of permanence of the working relationship between the individual and the potential employer. Five, whether the work is part of an integrated unit of production. Unlike the economic reality test, however, the new rule characterizes the first two factors, the nature and degree of control over the work and the individual's opportunity for profit or loss, as core factors that are the most probative for determining employee status. The rule provides that if both factors point toward the same classification, there is substantial likelihood that it is the accurate classification. The rule further states, quote, this is because other factors are less probative and in some cases may not be probative at all and thus are highly unlikely, either individually or collectively, to outweigh the combined probative value of the two core factors, unquote. DOL issued a final independent contractor rule in January 2021. When the final rule was issued, DOL maintained that a focus on the two core factors would, quote, improve the certainty and predictability of the economic reality test, unquote. However, many viewed the rule as inconsistent with the economic reality test. They argued, for example, that the test requires equal consideration of all of the various factors. Moreover, they feared that emphasizing the two core factors would narrow the scope of who may be considered an employee. 
In March 2021, the agency proposed withdrawing the rule. Among the reasons provided by the agency was its skepticism that the rule is, quote, fully aligned with the FLSA's text and purpose, unquote, or case law applying the economic reality test. DOL sought comments on its proposal to withdraw the rule, with the comment period ending on April 12, 2021. Notably, by identifying an individual's opportunity for profit or loss as a core factor, the new rule would seem to resemble more closely the approach taken by the NLRB for determining employee status in Super Shuttle. While it may be possible to distinguish entrepreneurial opportunity as a core factor from the prism of entrepreneurial opportunity through which to view other common law factors, DOL and the board both appear to elevate entrepreneurial opportunity as a consideration for distinguishing between employees and independent contractors. End of section 5.